The very word secrecy is repugnant in a free and open society. And we are, as a people, inherently and historically opposed to secret societies, to secret oaths, and to secret proceedings. questions you always had, the answers you were never given, the place to seek the truth. Welcome to Veritas. to everyone around the world, and a warm welcome to another edition of Veritas at VeritasRadio.com. I'm your host, Mel Bambergas, and I sincerely thank you for joining me once again. And if this is your first time, or your truth journey brought you here, welcome home. And to listen to tonight's full interview and all of our material going back to 2008, you know what to do by now. Just go to VeritasRadio.com, click on subscribe, and choose the subscription type that works for you. Now, for the holidays, why not give the gift of truth or the gift of a life in balance? You can buy a subscription or a USB drive for Veritas or Sanitas. That's a gift that will be put into good use. And tonight, we explore the mysterious realms of the pyramids and the Sphinx, a key to both our origin and our future, with our special guest, Rico Paganini, right now on Veritas. Born in Switzerland, Rico Paganini developed a lifelong interest in human history, religions, spiritual science, health, geometry, the transmission of vibrations, and the megalithic power places on earth. Given that background, it became obvious that Egyptology would become a special draw for him. Indeed, Rico and his ever-changing teams have undertaken 11 trips to that magical country since 1998. Although the primary focus was upon Giza and the pyramids, there have been further excursions to France, England, Malta, the Azores, USA, Hawaii, Mexico, Peru, Bolivia, Easter Island, Fiji, Tahiti, China, and Tibet, all fascinating places. In 2010, Rika published Giza Legacy as the first volume in a planned trilogy. The trilogy will be complete with the publication of Day Legacy and Gaia Legacy, all available now. And to learn more about Rico Paganini and his work, visit his website at giza-legacy.ch, which is also linked at our website. And directly from Switzerland, beautiful, beautiful country, I would like to welcome Rico Paganini to Veritas. Hello, Rico. Welcome. How are you? Hello. Thank you very much. It's a pleasure to be with you. And yes, uh, hello to everybody out there from the snowy mountains of Switzerland. That's right. That's right. We're recording this in in November and it's already 
snowing in Switzerland. I'm in the desert, so we hardly ever see snow. Our climate is very similar to your trips to to the Giza Plateau. So right from the beginning, I must tell you, I really, really enjoyed the book. I also love the way you put all so many pictures and illustrations to really give the the reader a great perspective into what you have found about the Giza and its legacy. Right from the beginning, how did you become interested in all of this? Um, so we started the first trip to Giza because uh, our group was researching and wondering about these buildings and vibrations caused by the based holy geometry and the geomantic of this place. But um, standing like first time in front of the three pyramids and the Sphinx, I was in um, such a manner overwhelmed that I wanted to know more because it was immediately clear to me they could not be built by the pharaohs. And then, well, I started to read, to compare, to documentate through all the fields around Giza, in new and um, old, in scientific, historical, in spiritual sources. And uh, in the meantime, I still traveled 16 times to Giza, and I hope to be there again by end of November. Now, why did you say, why did you say that right from the beginning, when you were there in front of the the Giza Plateau and, and, and the Sphinx, that you thought the pharaohs could not have built the pyramids. Why did you think that right at the beginning? Yeah, um, first it's it's like um, the, the appropriate the size, the mass, uh, the volume, and um, that um, the pyramids and uh, Big parts of the chambers are done with uh, red granite, which is um, harder than iron. And um, you remember the official um, history says that they were done by um, hammer and copper sizzles. So you know copper, how um, smooth it is. And so with facts like this, um, it started and um, still today we are not able to cut such big pieces of granite. We have the technique to cut them, but no machines to produce uh, cubes in, in this size in, in such a perfection. And so um, um, there it started and Instead to getting more and more proofs that the pharaohs have built them, um, I was surprised how less real proofs there are because uh, there are just small hieroglyphs uh, in the smallest pyramid, so-called Menkaura, um, of the 4th dynasty uh, and the folk tale of Herodot. For the Hephrem um, thesis, there was just a little statue in the Valley Temple of the 4th dynasty, Mashtabas, and also the same folk tale of Herodot. And um, at the Sphinx was just found the small Tutmosis stela and uh, last and so-called main um, proof for the theory that the pharaohs have built this complex are in red color painted hieroglyphs which were already um, um, declared as fakes by Howard Weiss in the 17th, 17th 
17th century. And so this is all what they have like official proofs. And if you really start to work on this and to really go deep, you found, uh, you will find incredible rebutting evidences. Um, so for, for example, there was never found a grave or a tomb or a mu or a mummy or gifts in the megalithic pyramids. There is no inscription or painting find founded in these three pyramids. And um, if you compare with Luxor, where the real pharaonic tombs are in the Valley of the Kings, they are painted and uh, covered with gold and they are all covered with the life history of this pharaoh, even telling how many slaves they had. But there is found no claim until today of Cheops, Hefren of me or Mikirinos in their history and stories that they have claimed that they have built these pyramids. Just uh, in the Cheops story, you find a small note about that uh, he was saying that he was protecting this place and that he has joined a little temple um, for his wife. And so we have no scientific proof yet how these structures um, could and were built and who have built this. And and so um, this is just a small choice which gets uh, gets me more and more interested to go deeper because then we'll follow the next uh, question: um, Who built it? Who built it? That's the question. And for many people who listen to to this radio program, we we have learned that the pharaohs and 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 all the dynasties probably had nothing to do with the original pyramids. Now. I have to ask you right from the beginning also, is there a connection between the pyramids, Atlantis, and Lemuria? Yes, there is. Um, I, I, I'm today absolutely convinced about this. And it's very interesting that there are different proofs also for this theory because uh, in my youth, I also thought this is just a, a wonderful tale. But um, after 12 intensive uh, years of work on Giza and studying also the Greek, the Arabic and the Egyptian sources, um, I was also very surprised because in the Greek sources, for example, uh, Solon and Plato say in the book Timaios that different high cultures until 6,000 um, years before Menes, so this was around 8,000 BC, and Herodot, which was a priest in the um, Hellenic church, was living for 20 years in Egypt, and he's uh, telling us in his books about priests in ancient lines of 11,300 years. So this would be from today back around 13,000 years. And the third one, uh, Greek uh, well-known writer is Diodor. And uh, he also talks in his history about a culture before 10,000 and also another culture before 20,000 BC and also before any Egyptian dynasties. 
And if we uh, have a look to the Arabic sources, there are um, there is one famous book. It's the Hitat from Al Makrizi, and um, he has. Um, written that the pyramids were built already 300 years before the big flood. And um, he was talking about builders with the knowledge of 36,000 years, and he called them Nater. Uh, another big Arabic writer was Masudi, and he talks about the King Surit that has built the pyramids and also brought the knowledge from a um, faraway country and that he left a legacy. And the third one um, of the Arabic sources, very interesting, is Al-Qaisi because um, he was um, reporting that um, the pyramids were built by the ancestors of the pharaohs. And um, he was also talking about eight chambers, because today are official just four. And I uh, have confirmed in book Giza Legacy, there are uh, at least 12 chambers in the Great Pyramid. And at least uh, also the old Egyptian source. So, uh, we have to make a big difference. Um, it's not the Egyptologic source. I'm talking about the ancient Egyptian, the old Egyptian sources. So there, uh, Maneto was um, uh, has uh, wrote in his history that there were three kings' epochs already before the Egyptian dynasties. Uh, and also about 6,000 years before Menes. And with Menes starts today the official um, history um, about the, the pharaonic dynasties. And another uh, very urgent proof is the so-called Turin Papyrus, which confirms three epochs also before Menes already about... Um, 4000 BC. And the last fact in, in this chain is the so-called Palermo stone, which confirms with the names already 19 kings before Menes. So um, at this point, I knew also that the official history really has or should be rewritten. For many years, when we think of Troy, Rico, yeah, Troy was considered a mythological city until Heinrich Schliemann, a German archaeologist, came along and proved everyone wrong. <laughs> Do you think the same will happen in the future, in our lifetime, with Lemuria and Atlantis? Yes, it's really possible. And I, I had to laugh a little now because the same sentence about Troy and Schliemann I have given to at a congress like two weeks ago. And um, I, I really compare Troy with, with Giza uh, because the main legacy is still slumbering beneath the pyramids. And if this will be found, this will be even the much bigger archaeological sensation than the found of Troy. Why do you think that Egyptologists, you know, I think of Dr. Sahih Hawass, who I think is no longer there with the new administration in Egypt, I believe. Mm -hmm. Who knows who's going to replace him? Why do Egyptologists 
across the board insist that the pharaohs build the pyramids? Is it an is it an ego issue? In other words, they want to say we Egyptians did this to to preserve the national patrimony that belongs to to Egyptians. And the same same thing could be said about the Chinese. You probably have heard of all the pyramids in China, where the yeah, Chinese. I was there. Oh, you have. I want I want to know more about the, about it. But the Chinese. This will you find in the volume three Gaia Legacy, which comes out in English. There, I have documented. Uh, all these um, Chinese pyramids. Well, that's great. As you obviously know, then, the Chinese government pays farmers to farm on top of these pyramids to cover their existence because hundreds of Caucasian mummies have been found around them. Why is it then the Chinese don't want people to, to know that others that were not Chinese built those pyramids? Same with the Egyptians. Yeah, um not quite the same uh, reason for me because um in in about giza other facts are uh, more meaningful um at first if you um change the point that the three pharaohs cheops chephren and mykerinos have built the the three pyramids as tombs the whole egyptologic theory is falling and if something is older in Giza than 2500 BC, what is, what is the official building time? Um, if something it's really proved to be older and we have to prove at the Sphinx and at the, the, the uh, pyramid that this is a fact, also the theory will fall. And we have a other, um, a religious problem because if something is older than 5,000 years, then it's um, in collision with the Islam, uh, with the genesis of the Islam, because this starts around 3000 BC. And in this Arabic country, if you take these three facts together and that this is their uh, monumental. Um, history, they they really fight against every fact which is not in in the line of the official Egyptology. What do you think? You know, when you you see all these megalithic structures around the world, and I'm thinking of the ones in India, for example. You know, to, to be able to to put the the stone that's on top that weighs so many. Tons. Same thing with each block in, each, in in the Giza plateau, two and a half tons each. What do you think our ancestors were trying to tell us by leaving all these incredible structures that have endured the test of time? I make a jump to again to the uh, coming book Gaia Legacy because this was the reason to make all these worldwide travels to these 14 places. Because... Um, one of the uh, facts I discovered about Giza is uh, this incredible placement um, of of this complex. And um, one of these um, points is that that it's located on a, a, like how to say it's placed on one of the twelve crossing points of the five ley line waves which are surrounding Mother Earth. 
and um, all the main megalithic places, for example, Stonehenge or um, Rapa Nui, Eastern Island, or um, Orlando. Thank you for listening. To unlock the full two-hour interview, including video formats, downloads, transcripts, exclusive articles, and more, subscribe to Veritas Plus now. Gain access to our entire archive dating back to 2008. Just click subscribe at veritasradio.com. Because you don't want to believe, you want to know. Subscribe now. To listen to the rest and all of our exclusive material, proceed to the Veritas Plus member section or join the Veritas Plus family by subscribing. Click on the subscribe button at veritasradio.com. Don't forget to visit the Veritas store for focused life force energy. Get a 15-day free trial today with no credit card required. And if you want to get in touch with Mel, want to be a guest on this radio program, have a guest suggestion, or have feedback, just click on the contact button on our website at veritasradio.com. Now, proceed to the Veritas Plus member section or subscribe to listen to the rest of the interview. You don't want to miss it. Because you don't want to believe, you want to know. What are you waiting for? Subscribe now at veritasradio.com.